Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my patron peeps, uh, you ready to play with some toys, patron peeps? Uh, pay, play with toys on pages. Uh, it's time for Sleep With Me podcast to put you to sleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do, or could do if you so choose, is to get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside... Whatever's keeping you awake, whether that's thoughts you're thinking about, feelings, anything you're feeling uh, physically or emotionally. So thoughts, feelings, physical sensations. Uh, so stuff coming up for you, you're thinking about, you're, 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 you're feeling or you're physically experiencing. Or it could be other stuff, you know, anticipation, work, clocks ticking, I don't know. No, you know, anything, whatever's keeping you awake, temperature changes, oh boy. Humidity changes, all those things. It could be something else, but whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do, or what I again propose to do, is create a safe place by sending my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Oh, so creaky are my dulcet tones. Is that... uh, you see, you see, what is this I'm listening to? So creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. So I'm going to go off topic, it, it, it get mixed up, then forget what I was saying, then say a bunch of words that may not sound like they make any sense or are connected. Then I'll go try to make a point, then I'll come back and say, wait a second, what did I, what, I can't remember, what was I supposed to say next? That's pretty much what the whole show is like, just so you know, right up front. And even this part of the show, I've seen recently a few different people who are waiting for it to get started. This is the show within a show. The kind of show is kind of already started. Uh, but yeah, the show is here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Uh, it, it, but here's a, here's a couple of things that are hard if you're new to get used to, which is totally normal. Of course, getting used to a sleep podcast at all. If you're anything like me, you might be doubtful or skeptical. So I'm glad you're here. It's also just that this podcast is just not for everybody. Maybe it's a structural show. Maybe it's my creaky dulcet tones or my pointless meanders or my superfluous tangents or just my personality. It may not work for you, but most regular listeners, uh, they've said over the past seven, eight years I've been making the show, hey, it takes a few tries to get used to the show. And even recently as today, as someone said, you know, I, I listened to the show four years ago. I said, oh, that's uh, not good. And then a friend recommended it. And then I went back and said, oh, okay, right. It's kind of, it's good. It's so not good. It's good. It's like a lukewarm beverage, really. Sleep with me. The lukewarm beverages, beverage of podcasts, because uh, you say only in very specific circumstances with very specific beverages are you going to be like, give me, oh boy, give me a lukewarm glass of that, uh, that good stuff. 
You'd, like, I'd be hard-pressed to think of very many. I'd say something that has honey in it and herbal botanicals. And when I'm not, when I'm recording, well, here's a great place to have, when you, when you want to take care of your creaky dulcetones, room temperature drinks are the best. They, they really are for, for recording a podcast the best. Not too hot, not too cold. So, yeah, like a Bengal spice. That's a great one for recording a sleep podcast. And I'm like a Bengal spice iced tea or a hot tea you've let reach room temperature. Oh, boy. I'll take it eight days a week. Bengal spice at room temperature, please. If I was on the Enterprise, and Picard would say, well, I'm sorry, we, you have to give a... And I say, well, you don't, got, you don't have brand name things? And they say, well, it's the future. And I say, okay, well, I don't know what to order then. Uh, could I have a whatever you're doing, like like the, the haul a drink version of that? Yeah, room temperature, please. Oh, what is room temperature? You say, okay, never mind. Uh, never mind. I'll get back to my sleep podcast. I mean, so this podcast can get, get, is not for everybody. You could always go to sleep, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you to find other options. But for most people, it ends up working for it. Still took two or three tries. So not exactly great news, but we're not dealing with regular daytime stuff here. I'm here trying to help you fall asleep. And actually, those are the other two things. This is a podcast, which I think you probably already figured out. You don't really listen to it. It's more here is a background noise you kind of listen to, like a TV in a room two rooms over. When it's not getting on your nerves, like when you would be away in the summertime on a vacation or something, or maybe your windows are open and somebody's listening to apartments over, but you're chilling and you're just listening. You can't quite hear what they're watching. You say, it sounds like it has a laugh track or it sounds like it has some sort of running motors. It might be a race. It's either a movie with race cars or a laugh track. Uh, Here's something, because I, I almost said raft track. How come, like, remember there's this the Space Casper Coast to Coast show. It's, here, here's something, free idea for a multinational corporation to take. Uh, please compensate me. Uh, but what, how about Scooby-Doo? How about Sco- giving Scooby-Doo his own talk show? It might only be good for one episode. The Ruby-Doo, like... Uh, what was I talking about? So I went off way. Oh, I'm I'm someone you don't really listen to. There you go. I mean that that just proves the point. And you say, Scoots, that idea comes up every decade, and the show gets canceled either in pre-production or after one or two episodes. And it's you're right. I guess it would be hard. I'd, I don't. Yeah, because I don't know who would interview people. Because it would be it would get monotonous. No offense, uh, Scooby, but you you're you're. Uh, it would, yeah, it would be tough. You're right. It would be t- That's the kind of creative constraint I love, though, if it's prepaid, by the way. You know, if you're willing to, you know, part with a few hundred million dollars for an idea that's probably half rear ended, uh, I, I, that's the kind of creative constraint I could work on for your company uh, if you have the rights to that. Oh, but where was I? Oh, I, you know, don't really listen to me. You say, what kind of big ideas does Scoots come up with? Well, Half, like, uh, the kind of ideas that would make somebody say rut row. Yeah, kind of idea that, uh, Scooby and Shaggy would come up with together, uh, after they bonked heads, uh, trying to reach for the same Scooby snack. 
But uh, what was my point? Oh, don't really listen to me. Also, I'm not really here to uh, put you to sleep. I'm only here to keep you company while you fall asleep. I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz. I'm here just to be your boar buddy or your boar bestie. And that's the most important part of the show, kind of. Whether you're awake or asleep, I give you plenty of time to fall asleep. That's why the shows are over an hour, so you don't have to worry about that. But even if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here for you. That's really, really, really important to me. And I'm not even here in any serious way. I'm just here goofing around. But I know how it feels. That's why I make the show. I usually say this at the end. But the reason I make the show is because I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. And I want to help. And I also believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Your sleep is important. That's why I make the show. That's why it's important to me. That's why the show comes out twice a week. Instead of like twice a month, because I want you to, you know, then you could, you know, that's why, because your sleep and your rest is important. And if your life's better, that's the most wonderful thing that could ever happen. uh, Other than my daughter, Sophia, in my life uh, is helping you. So, uh, or, well, and also getting, they say, Scoots, here's, where should we, uh, where should we deposit that check for the Ruby Roo show? Oh, it's been canceled. Sorry, don't deposit that. Okay, so don't make the show. Oh, structure. That's the other thing that for new listeners that's kind of important to give you a heads up, but you really got to experience it a few times too. The show has a, a very specific structure. And part of that is that so the show can be free for anybody that wants it and so it can come out on a regular basis and so it eases you into bedtime so that it's not some quick gimmicky fix to help you fall asleep. It's more your bedtime companion. So show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So I hope you feel seen and welcomed in. Then there's support for listeners. Then there's support for the podcast. Then there's an intro, which is part of the show. And this is the one that people, they say, well, why is it so long, the intro? When's the show get started? And I say, well, it's kind of part of the show. I mean, when else am I going to talk about these wild ideas that pop in my head that make no sense that you don't need to listen to? So the intro is a chance for me to try to introduce the podcast ineffectively, get distracted in a way. But also just get you familiar with who you're, de- with who you're dealing with. Uh, that's why it takes a couple times to get used to. And the podcast is not for everybody. But it, that's a good thing in, in the sense of like, I hope if it's not for you, I really hope you find something. But it, if it is for you, it's like, oh, I never knew this was the home I was looking for, the TV show I was looking for. I never thought... Well, I would have thought that watching Scooby and Shaggy interview people at 3.30 in the morning would be entertaining at that time in that period of my life. I didn't expect it. Sleep with me is kind of like that. When you're here, you say, and you say, oh, okay, now I get that it's beyond my grasp. Uh, I like it. Uh, Oh, the intro is just part of that. I guess I was trying, I guess I went a little too uh, highfalutin there. But the intro also, it doesn't just introduce a podcast. It introduces you every single night to bedtime in an easy way, a slow. So, so, and I've read, I got a couple of emails, like people that said, hey, I've been trying out all this different stuff, drawing at bedtime, playing the show while I brush my teeth, 
you know, hooking, knitting, yarning. I don't know what other, I don't know what the other one is. Uh, Needlepoint, cross stitch, uh, doodling, or just, you know, stretching or just lying in bed and getting comfortable. That's why the intro goes on and on and on. Because for me, there's no falling asleep fast. Falling asleep fast is like a 15 to 25 minute process. Because I got to unwind first and have a little distance from the day and from myself. Uh, that's what this podcast is here to give you. Now, there is 3% of people that start the show around 20 minutes. There's no real way to give you an exact time to skip ahead. So you could get story-only episodes on Patreon. Uh, the intro just goes on and on and on. But it's here to ease you into bedtime. But yeah, some people skip it, but uh, a lot of people realize, oh, this is part of my bedtime routine now. I start the show, I get ready for bed, start to chill out. Then at the end of the intro is business. And then after the business is the story. Tonight it'll be looking at a toy catalog uh, for the holiday season of toys I always, like uh, a couple toys I had, a lot of toys I wasn't sure if I ever had or played with. It's a little bit, it's a detail, like it's a lot of detail. And then like, like just, uh, just looking through a, a toy catalog and my thoughts about it. Something you could sleep to, I guess. Uh, so there's that. And then there's thank yous at the end. So that's the structure show. You heard why I make the show. I made it for you, hopefully you, if it works for you. So give it a few tries. I'm really glad you're here. I really work hard. I really yearn and I strive, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thank you again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do this for you for free twice a week. All right, but this is Scoots here. And so this is something we've done, a co or I've recorded a couple episodes. I think one came out, but this is the, the, the first two were supposed to be what hopefully this episode would be, which was a quest to find maybe a toy catalog that I looked at when I was a kid. And I've been excited about these catalog episodes because this really offers us a little bit different pace. I did want to clarify, in the other episodes I explained what a catalog is. Before you could search for stuff on the Internet, you had to page through paper pictures. But it was also a form of marketing, and, you know, sometimes there's a lot of complicated feelings, right, with consumerism and marketing and those things. But I did want to focus on one thing that's not, that's more in the gray area, which is, you know, there's anticipation. There's part of the marketing process where you say, okay, I'm not so sure about that, but there's also something about it. Especially as a kid, the, 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 like, there's some things you would like that you know you're not going to get, or you know you can't have everything. And I don't know, even as a kid, the catalogs allowed you, at least for me, because I was a person that lived a lot of times in fantasy, to, like, there was an element of FOMO for it, but there was also an element of reality. It's like, okay, I'm never going to have all of these action figures or whatever. And while I would like this toy, and I was exposed as I was preparing for this episode for one of the most wild, I said, wild, wild uh, toy, adventure toys that ever, I said, I forgot that even existed. And I didn't check yet at the cost of it, but it was just something I would never get. I don't even know if I'd had space for it. Maybe some kid I hung out with did have it. 
But I don't know. There was also something pleasure, like pleasurable and joyful of looking through the catalogs. Or maybe you say, okay, Scoots, this is going to be in your 40 years from now. This will be a scene in your movie where people will look at it and, and feel uh, sympathy for you. I say, well, I'm not so sure. I think you know what I'm talking about. You say, oh, boy, look at that thing. And yet, and I think it's a gray area. Yeah, there's something you could say, okay, there's some positive aspects of it. There's some not positive aspects, but this is somewhere in between. And so, so I don't know, it's just been on my mind and I'm excited about it. So the first thing I found, so I was looking up stuff from like eight in the 80s, early to mid 80s. And I'll link to all the websites I found. The first thing I found is this uh 1983 JCPenney Adventures in Toyland Catalog. And I found this on plaidstallions.com. And I'll link to it. Um, but it's just a comic book. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine, ten pages. And it's drawings, which normally I would say this is not for me because as a kid I like to see. There was something about this process. So, the, like the the the, um, the people working on the design of these layouts, the photographers and the set designers, you know, they would put a lot of work into, and also getting kids to act, but also they would set the toys up in action positions. And for me, that was all part of the big process. But so this is more cartoon versions of toys. But so I'm going to read through it. I'll try to quote and paraphrase. So the first page, it says JCPenney's Adventures in Toyland. And it has Twirly Curls Barbie saying, Hi, Santa. She's only $9.99 with accessories. Uh, there's also My First Barbie. Four mix and matches, um, four mix and match outfits for $7.99. I don't see that Barbie there, though. There's four Barbies, but it doesn't say. Then there's Dream Date, uh, Santa. Glamorous dress, uh, an angel face Barbie. Oh, boy. So some of these you say, you look back, I say, I don't know about that. Those are both $9.99, though. I guess with inflation, that's like $30. So it seems like $9.99 is a great deal. But, I mean, I don't know anything about inflation, but I'm just making a number up. Uh, and they're in Santa's sleigh. He's saying, okay, let's go see all the great toys and games we've got. Uh, so that's page one. Page two was Charmkins. Not familiar with these Charmkins, so I guess my sister didn't play for it. They come in a music-type box. It's a house. Uh, colorful floral center, center, scented f friends uh, that I can wear. So maybe there, maybe there's competing brands. Maybe I remember these. Uh, One ninety-nine each. The Charmkins Collector's Jewelry Assortment, three forty-nine. Uh, I'm Lady Slipper. It's a uh, ballerina, uh, like music box watch, uh, wrist carousel ballerina dancer, four ninety-nine. Charmkins Tushusum. Johnny Jump Up and Lazy Daisy. That's a boy riding a rocking horse. Or it looks like two ninety nine. Again, these are drawings. Uh, Charmkins uh, carry case is seven ninety nine. That one looks like some sort of elven 
farmer. Then the Charmkins dollhouse fold-up pretty case, 1999. Comes with two playmates, too. So that's Charmkins. Then, my, oh, My Little Pony is still going strong. Again, I think this is a mistake because these ponies do not look as good as the toy ponies. Uh, no offense to the person that drew them. They just, uh, it's funny that uh, they they just don't have the same, the, their hair looks limp and stuff. I don't know. Pretty parlor. It doesn't say my ponies. Maybe this is some sort of copy version. My pretty parlor has everything to groom, brush, saddle, bridle, eleven ninety nine. That's a blossom talking. Minty, bluebell, butterscotch, cotton candy. Uh, oh yeah, whoa, my name is Shuzzle. I'm part of Hasbro's stable of My Little Ponies. Uh, comb our long hair. You might want to get all six of us. We all come with our own ribbon and comb. How come these ones are three ninety nine? What's the difference? Um, oh, maybe my pretty parlor comes with all those one ones. I don't know. Uh, then the show stable has everything we need to really horse around, and it comes with uh, plus one pretty pony and our pet dog Twinkle. Okay, next page is Legos, it looks like. Uh, yeah, Lego uh, Space uh, Surface Explorer, seven ninety nine. A liftoff space system vehicle with three space patrol people, four ninety nine. A supply station, nineteen ninety nine. Then go down to Lego Town. There's different uh, vehicles to be used in running a town, four ninety nine. And then the Universal Building Set, fourteen ninety nine. There's even a windmill on display. What is this here? Constructs. So this is Lego's competitor. Then it looks like we have some Fisher Price stuff. Uh, maybe this is all Fisher Price. Uh, Constructs set is a Sea Land adventure. It's like some sort of boat you'd play with in the tub. Five ninety nine. Looks pretty fun. Then uh, from Fisher Price Constructs Building System, oh yeah, uh, three ninety nine. With comes with a construction man. Uh, the uh, action vehicle set for construct. Oh no, this is just Fisher Price action vehicle set. Still constructs. Oh, I remember these ones though. Okay, constructs is different than Legos. We had this. Uh, we didn't have this particular set, but we definitely had constructs because I recognize the blue. They were put together. It was a bit like a girder. It was a girder system, not girders or girder girdles, but gir- girders. And I don't know if this was my. I mean, I, I remember playing with these. And also, don't listen to me, kids, putting them in my mouth, which you should never do. I mean, it wasn't a toy I played with a lot, but so I don't know if it was mine or one of my siblings. Uh, but the action vehicle set was seven ninety nine. Drag racing set three ninety nine. Then we get into more Fisher Price toy toys on the same ad. The Alpha Star trailer goes forward, stops with the push of a button. Space cruiser and a friend from outer space for twenty four ninety nine uses D batteries. Uh, then bright blocks and more from Fisher Price. Uh, that's like wooden block set, eight ninety nine. 
and then fill her up. A gas and go center has neat wind up operation, includes tools and oil can, $13.99. And then we're in the Return of the Jedi. These prices are wild. Uh, and like I said, I always fantasize about getting a grammarian guard. I can't believe the pricing. I guess so with uh, considering the cost at the time you're talking. So there's a job of the hut uh, play set with the tail. It comes with uh, its pets. Uh, it doesn't come with the ranker, I don't think. Fourteen ninety nine figures not included. I mean, Jabba the Hutt obviously comes with it on his throne. Then there's a Y wing uh, approaching target and can fire stuff uh, and a laser. Twenty one ninety nine needs to see batteries. Two of them. Then a stormtrooper on a speeder bike. Six ninety nine blow apart assembly. I remember that. Uh, then Return of the Jedi uh, uh, Ewok Village playset uh, in 1999. Then all the figures they have a grammar they have uh, Ewok uh, Luke from Return of Jedi Lando in uh, Lando in undercover character that was one of the cooler characters. Uh, 299, Grammarian Guard, so Jabba's Interpreter, and a Stormtrooper, uh, uh, like from the Ewok planet. Okay, then He-Man, again, another set of toys I never got into, because you kind of cho- chose, uh, I don't know if anybody in my family, I mean, we, we had a few He-Man, He-Man was good for the bathtub, you want to take, you want to take a bath with somebody, take a bath with He-Man. Um, you definitely remember playing with some He-Man toys, but, uh, probably also the price point. I mean, He-Man was bigger and more expensive, uh, so there's, uh, He-Man was also known as the master of the universe. Maybe that was another reason. Castle Greystall, twenty six ninety nine. It's 18 inches. Uh, rumor has it there's a levels, uh, that hold things, secret doors, laser cannon, power sword, the siege is on. Uh, then one point dread with my Talon fighter, and that's uh, He Man's rival, who I can't—I don't think uh, I can say his name. Sixteen ninety-nine. His fighter looks like a bird. He's even holding in something that's Talons. Uh, then uh, who's this Panther Battle Cat? Uh, Figure not included. There is a figure riding on its back. Uh, He-Man's uh, sidekick. It comes with uh, armor. Victory will be mine. Five ninety nine. Then He-Man's vehicle is known as the Attack Track. I thought this was cool. I mean, I didn't play with it, but uh, it had these interesting wheels. That was sixteen ninety nine. These two C batteries. Uh, figure not included. Then He-Man, uh, Heroic Warriors, four ninety nine, five and a half inches tall. Or the villains, the same price, uh, four ninety nine. So that's a little He-Man action. Then uh, G.I. Joe, which I did play with. Uh, G.I. Joe, and uh, the the uh, commander, we'll call him. There was a chopper. But again, this is hard to look at because it's drawing, so I can't really identify any of this stuff. 
I don't think we had the chopper. That was with Wild Bill, twelve ninety nine. Then there was a Sky Striker jet. We may have had. My brother may have had that uh, in nineteen ninety nine. There's a tank twelve. This is like, hey kids, be prepared. You know, let's get in, learn to love the military industrial complex early. It's a combination of the industrial toy production and the military complex. And I said, I'm all in. Or was 40% in. I had played with Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Autobot, whatever those GoBots, Fisher-Price, and ran other random toys uh, all together. And, you know, Legos and other stuff. If, if uh, Okay, this is a motorized battle tank. Two D batteries. That's twenty one ninety nine. Troop transport amphibious character can hold up to twenty eight people. Twelve ninety nine. I thought that was cool. Then there's a, a Jeep eight ninety nine. That's it. Eight ninety nine. Wow. Then these uh, GI Joes are uh, not inex- not expensive. They're a uh, scuba diver, sweeper, Arctic uh, medic, marine. Uh, Cobra Commander, Destro, Major Bud. Oh, Commander, Destro, Major Bud, just a regular old trooper. Those are all three forty nine, which I guess again is like twelve dollars. So, oh, big wheels and roller skates here. So radio flyer, uh, like a red wagon, twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, then um. A metal tricycle, twenty four ninety nine. AMF trike, fiery red. Then you get in. Then a night room. It, get this is kit ready for a night rider power cycle. So this is like a plastic tricycle, and they were considered cooler for some reason because I guess because plastic was the coolest thing back then. It comes with a instrument panel, motor sound too, twenty four ninety nine. I think I know somebody that had one of those. Uh, uh, there was no actual electronics on it. Then a Masters of the Universe Mighty Cycle with Dragon Detailing, twenty four ninety nine. Uh, then there was Fireball Roller Skates by Urethane Wheels, eighteen ninety nine, and then a Smurf Roller Derby Smurf Skate, twelve ninety nine. Uh, then. Vetrex, this is electronics. I never heard of this thing. Vetrex has exciting cartridges for everybody. Oh, maybe they go with some other thing. I don't know if Vetrex was a thing. Uh, pole position, Star Wars Scramble, twenty nine ninety five. Melody Master, or anima- animation, twenty nine ninety nine. Crazy Coaster, three D, twenty nine ninety nine. Oh yeah, this was some sort of system. It never made it, I guess. Uh, Vetrix computer system puts action on your screen. Laser sharp graphics, uh, better than TV. Eighty nine ninety five. The controller with a three hundred sixty degree joystick, thirty four ninety five. A light pen with a Art Master cartridge, thirty four ninety five. And then a three D imager. 3D action in full color with 3D game, $44.95. This is by the General Consumer Electronics Company. So that's it for that catalog. Then we're going to look at the 1985 Sears Wish Book. 
maybe we started looking at, I don't know if this is when we started looking at it before and then never got to the toys, but just to give you an idea with this catalog is to have it from one of these catalog, uh, you know, catalog control companies. It has 647, uh, full color pages. I mean, that's like, uh, like, uh, that's everything. We just saw a glowworm. So it starts off uh, now. A few hundred pages are for adults, and uh, you know, like clothes and boring stuff. Consumer electronics. Page twenty-five has a TV. Right now, I'm just looking at the thumbnails. Uh, pajamas go through page seventy. Uh, maybe even further. Then uh, casual wear, uh, jewelry. This is kind of what we went through. Kids' clothes, uh, winter clothes. Wow, I'm having flashbacks, man. Catalog flashback. It's worse than any other flashback I've had from other stuff. Uh, catalog flashback, man. Can't take it. Uh, then stuff for your game room, exercise equipment, sleeping bags. I remember us going through the sleeping bags, uh, then we're getting into electronics toys. I guess we should make this plunge here right around. Let's go in at page 445. I can't see what it is. So, oh, it's a DC superhero place. Said, uh, this is 1985. Oh, yeah, I remember this was, uh, there must have been an animated show on then. And it has, uh, says superheroes to the rescue comes to the hall justice place that's 27.99 figures are 4.99 and color rich plastic four and a half inches tall supermobile but i didn't play with any of this stuff wait some of these characters oh new at sears inspector gadget 14.99 comes with a bunch of stuff too uh, put, push a button, hand pops out. Push another button, spring-loaded, legs extend. Real trench real trench coat and all accessories included. Let's just see who else we have. Any famous... Uh, I have not, at the time I'm recording this, watched the Zack Snyder cut. Uh, I keep trying to talk my daughter into it. You get the Penguin, the Joker. Uh, who's this, Eleven. I don't know. Levin, somebody looks like they have a built-in typewriter built into their villain. Callie Bach, uh, Boulder, Superpowers Vehicle. So those are DC. Uh, then Robots. Oh, boy, I used to dream about this thing. I forgot all about it. The Omnibot 2000. I used to always want one of these. Let's see how much they are. Wow, 500 bucks. Four forty nine ninety nine. The Omnibot can bring you things, serve drinks. It was just a remote control car with a remote control arm, like I talked about on the last one. Then they have Max Steel for four ninety nine. Then Omnibot, just regular. That's two twenty nine. And then Chatbot, Chatbot. Whoa, boy! Listen to this one. This one's only sixty bucks. Chatbot records and delivers 30 seconds of messages and brings back an answer. So this was like a drop-in on one of those uh, speakers. Uh, 
it was like a tape recorder that you could tape something and then say, hey, come to dinner. And they'd say, hey, coming back. Never saw a commercial for that that I remember. But the Omnibot, that's 449. Flashing eyes, moving head, seven day, 24 hour timer, rechargeable battery, comes with a charging unit. And then Max Steel, you could guide him to bring you a snack, play music, wake you up, or play games. He has 140 word vocabulary. Max Steel does not, I would not try, like, I, I definitely, Omnibot maybe. Oh, and they have another page of cheaper robots. Oh, I also remember this one. There's a bird robot, uh, Hootbot, uh, is a bird, uh, that's fourteen ninety nine. Flapping wings, tapping feet, waddles away on the ground. Maybe we had that one. Then a few other ones. Then some sort of, uh, like, I don't know if those were by Legos. They had, like, Lego robots, or if they're another company. Can't quite read the writing. Oh, then GoBots. So GoBots were a cheaper version of um, Transformers. They were all plastic. They didn't have any metal. You could like I had I had a definite. They also had a TV show, and that's all I really remember about them. I watched both shows. Oh yeah, I had this one. It was um. I think I had, me and my brother had a few of these ones on this page here. So they were less expensive. So you actually, maybe some of them were metal. Diecast, they used to call that. Uh, let's see. Well, they had the GoBot headquarters. It was only twenty four ninety nine. Uh, then Zod, sixteen ninety nine. That thing must be huge if it's sixteen ninety nine. I don't see it though. What number is that? Number two. I don't see it in. Oh. That thing's sixteen ninety nine. It must be out of scale then. I don't know. But now I can see why these ro- go by. Soon. Then you had a, a pop up one, another one eight ninety nine. They had some s- serious names too. Carrying case six ninety nine. All these ones are not good. Not uh, they're up to no good. And I was like, wait a second, I had that one. Okay, then we're on, uh, oh, this is more GoBots. Oh, I think the GoBots could also go together. That was one thing I dreamed of. I never got to that point. So that was the difference, I think, between GoBots. GoBots said, hey, let's take all these ideas, because there was Voltron at the time, who was the defender of the universe. So GoBots, I think, you could make a GoBot, all the GoBots could fit together if you bought enough of them into a giant robot. Uh, Friendly Power Warrior set twenty four connecting power suits into one awesome Power Warrior twenty nine ninety nine. The Puzzler turns into six separate GoBots uh, twenty six ninety nine. Command Center. Wow, there's like uh, GoBots that turned into binoculars. I actually had a bot when I was too old again. A uh, transformer that would transform into a. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, a microscope. I don't know, and it worked, I think. But yeah, this is. I don't know which company came first. To be honest, I'd have to watch it to see because probably they say, "Oh no, GoBots was first Transformers," and I say, "Okay, fair enough." I didn't know. Uh, okay, here's Transformers, which are robots in disguise. Uh, they had a couple watches. Uh, 
The Autobot Defense Base, uh, thirty nine ninety five. Then tra- Transformers watches were fifteen dollars. Uh, Thrust, Dirge, uh, Grimlock. Grimlock was a famous one. Oh, those were the di- Dinobots. Slag and Swoop. Those were twelve ninety nine. We didn't have any of those three, but we definitely had... Oh, yeah, so here we go. There was ones that played tapes and music. That was another one I wanted. Uh, Optimus Prime was a leader, $23.99. Kind of wanted Optimus Prime just because he was, like... He got on my nerves, but... uh, uh, Triple-changing ones. Blitzwing, $11.99. Or Astro Train, $11.99. Where's a oh, Corvette and Inferno? Those are nine ninety nine. Where's nine and ten? Oh, Radio Autobot Radio Communicator, nineteen ninety nine. I think those you could play tapes, or maybe they were fake tapes, but they look pretty cool. They look like cassette players, or maybe they just changed into those ones. You can always go on a uh, ride at uh, where's Starscream four and five. Oh, those Thrust and Dirge. I may have had one of those, two. I may have had Dirge. No. Oh, yeah. Now we got into more. I had, oh, boy, this one I had, 14. It definitely had that one. Don't see the price on it, though. Maybe it was on the other page. It was a purple. It had purple. Also had a train. Or, or Oh, yeah, these were the ones that triple changed. It could change from a plane to an Autobot to a tank. And then I think my brother had to want to change this from a train into a, a space shuttle. I guess the Autobots could do the same thing as the GoBots and go into one big thing. Oh, here's the one that could change into a 18. Oh, and I think one of my brothers had 20. Well, a lot of these we had. So this must have been the year I was playing with a lot of them. Um, so let's go through this a little bit more. Triple Changer. Those were like uh, forest friends. Those were 1999. Borgon. Yeah, 16. Oh, no, that's 23. A dolphin. The machine dolphin, 39.99. Arega. Where's uh, 18? I guess I got to go back one page. Uh, let's just look up 14, 15, and 18. Maybe that page isn't there, though. Oh, yeah, here we go. 14, Blitzwing. Oh, yeah, maybe that's one I had. An Astro Train my brother had. Oh, yeah, the Autobot Microscope. That was only $13.99. I bought that one with my own money, I think. So, Devastator, $34.99. What the heck is that one? Devastator. Oh, maybe that's... I don't know which one that was, but... uh, 20... Was uh, twenty was like one, two, three, four, five, six construction vehicles that then you could make into a big robot. I remember somebody had that and we played with it. And then there was a couple ones that yeah it turned it. This must have been the year. This was a good year. Thanks, mom and dad. Nineteen eighty five, I guess. Then Voltron. Here we go. Right in there. Voltron uh, had Vol- Voltron and Ma- Ma- and I didn't play with any Voltron toys, but I watched the show. Uh, Voltron, you could buy Voltron, it would come apart to five lines, 
could also buy them separately for seven ninety nine. Voltron Castle forty nine ninety nine. Voltron, so Voltron, Mighty Morphin and Voltron are similar. There's other, like, there's a lot of different things of this version. Uh, Voltron Force, which can each fit into its own line. Those are $15.99, I think, for everybody or uh, each one. A remote-controlled Voltron line, a giant one, was 40 bucks. A deluxe Voltron 3, $69.99. As from Matchbox, uh, 12, uh, Voltron 1, like, uh, so you get, I guess you could get different models of Voltron. I remember they, yeah, they come out with different ones at different times. I, what I liked about Voltron was, like, uh, the show was way more out there, some of the other stuff. This toys, I don't remember. Sec, sec, toys, Warriors of Symbion. Never heard of it. Oh, well, no. Take that back. They were like toy puppets. I don't remember the show, but I remember some of the toys had puppets. Uh, so I remember that point, part. Uh, Hive, H-O-I-V-E house. Uh, from across the galaxy orbits Symbion, home of the Secateurs. Uh, forest friends and humans uh, work together. Now you can experience this strange world, the hive and its inhabitants. So yeah, there was a, the house was $47. And then some of the um, other things were different prices. I just remember, I don't, I don't remember anything about it other than those puppet toys. Okay, here we go. This is the most, and no offense to any kids that had this, because I'm definitely jealous. This is the biggest toy thing I've ever seen. I'm guessing, let's just take a guess, it's $99.99. It's a G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. It's all. It's bigger than the boy in the picture. So I want to see how much that is. And there's a couple other G.I. Joe things. It's on the next page, so I guess prices. Okay, here it is. Oh, boy, I was uh, $10 more than I guessed. Uh, knew it Sears, the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier is over 7 feet long. Comes with a fuel trailer, towing vehicle, rester cable, hook, uh, elevator, sound system, and more. Comes apart for easy storage. $109.99. Then the toy I wanted is on this page that I bought. This was something I bought for myself because it was just more expensive than other stuff. Uh, uh, it was twenty four ninety nine. The hovercraft. That was a like I just wanted to play with that in the bathtub. There was also a, like a, what's that one, a hydrofoil, $18.99. Bridge layer, I don't think we had that, but I remember maybe my cousin had that, fourteen ninety nine. Crimson Twins, they were cool, they had a cool character arc, three ninety nine. Snowcat, my brother had that, I think, uh, nine ninety nine. Maybe a couple of years before that. Uh, Six-pack of figures in 1999. What else we got? Helicopter. Oh, here's one that's on sale. 20. Uh, the Bigfoot vehicle with eight-wheel drive. It looks like it was just never popular. 499. Yeah, so they had some remote control stuff that looks like it was uh, not as popular. 
They have like a second shot of the back. Oh, this must have been a two-page spread. That's why. So they show all the stuff that came with the thing. It doesn't come with the jet, though. I don't think, which is kind of, oh, yeah, if you want the jet, the jet, if you wanted that, it was twenty nine ninety nine. So this kind of, like, would stink if you had the aircraft carrier but you didn't have any aircraft. Uh, oh, yeah, then they have the the, the ship. Uh, oh, what, seven, number seven, did I have that toy? So, yeah, we'd acquire these toys between, somewhere between when I was, like, 16 and 6, uh Platform, uh, the, yeah, their jet nine ninety nine, a two speed thing. Oh, the yeah, that nine ninety nine. Maybe we had that. Like I said, I played with a lot of toys through the commercials and these uh, catalogs. Then they have the He Man stuff. Uh, ooh, some of this looks interesting to me. Looks like they have some sort of very surreal number nine. We're gonna have to look up because it's very very surreal. Also number fifteen because it's a two page spread. So I'm gonna to go to the next page here. Whoa, and number eighteen. He man, I know wasn't into it that much, uh, but it was kind of trippy. Twenty seven deluxe vinyl carrying case. Uh, I already forgot the numbers. I was supposed to remember. So they had He-Man's house, uh, was twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, then this one, is that nine? Uh, bridge, uh, tunnels, this one was uh, a special mountain. Uh, it comes with a rebate, so you could get it $4 off, uh, $44.99. Then they had different vehicles, um, that were like 10 to 20 bucks. And then another one, another building. Oh boy, there's some trippy characters here, man. Uh, twenty eight ninety nine for the zone. This must have been like a reboot after they took. Like this seems like a different crew. Oh wait, yeah, number twenty two. Let's see who some of these people are. Oh yeah, like it's, it's, uh, there's Grizzler, Leech, Hordak. Uh, Thunderpunch, Modoc, uh, Mantena. Mantena looks pretty, like, uh, cool. 24, interchangeable. And there's also, just when, oh, the heck is that, 26? Oh, yeah, they even had, uh, He-Man's Enemy had, a like, a, something to take on the beach. They had adventure books, hardback, 48 page, illustrated pages uh, with a dollar rebate. Those books were five ninety nine each. Also had a, uh, was, uh, was a challenge, uh, Hot Wheels, Loop to Loop, 28, number 28. How much is that? Uh, $9.99. 20-inch tunnel, jump panels, uh, vehicle. And it could, one of my brothers was into Hot Wheels, Daniel, I think. Uh, okay, then we get into the Jedi stuff. Very similar to what we looked at earlier, but uh, some stuff we didn't see. So we have uh, 8 through 14. Oh, this is oh, 1 through 7. Let's start with that. Uh, Jabba, that's $9.99. Sears exclusive was a Jabba playset. Uh, does not include Jabba, I don't think. Uh, that was seven ninety nine. 
Then the uh, Rebo Band, Size Noodles, and the Rebo Band, Size Noodles, Max Rebo, Droopy McCool, and their instruments. It's on sale too for, for six ninety nine. Your friend in the ranker, uh, nine ninety nine. Tie Interceptor. No way, that's nine ninety nine with laser lights and sounds. B wing fighter. Wait, the tie interceptor is only nine ninety nine. That is wild. Maybe this was after this this thing had peaked. B wing fighter nine ninety nine. Imperial shuttle twenty seven ninety nine. I guess in the next page. Oh, then there's other ones. Mask and I don't see the toys yet, but I don't remember. Wheeled warriors. I don't remember. And the toys are on the next page. You'll have to see if I remember any of those. They're all around $8. Then Mask, M-A-S-K. I remember this. Illusion is another thing. Mini comic books. Some sort of, I think they're Transformers that, like, I don't know. I, remember, I think it was a show for, like, a season or two. It was meant to compete with G.I. Joe. Um, And, yeah, I remember some of these toys. I don't like, uh... There's a gas station that transforms into a base uh, and regular vehicles that transform. They're like, oh, you thought I was just driving down the street? Nope. I work for, you know, uh, you know, I work for the military industrial complex. Okay, then what do we got here? Some remote control vehicles. So we don't have prices yet. We'll get there, though. Uh, remote control vehicles were mostly not great gifts because they like there was one great one that I have that I'll tell a story to about one day, but uh, wow, they're expensive $50 most of them. And some of those you couldn't even like, there's a, a Firebird at 1999. Some of them you could like control all the directions, but other ones you had to, um, you could only, like, make them go forward or backwards. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't, like, we had remote control vehicles, some Christmases or some toys, but uh, I don't know. I like to play with toys, uh, not control, like, you know, make stories. Obviously, that's how I got here. There's a lot of them, though. They must have been or battery-powered vehicles. Oh, then we're getting into, are these, what are those called, micro-machines, or what have we got here? Roadmates, uh, $8.99, Roadmates Transport, Roadmates Mini Vehicles. So these were like power, whatever those things were called, micro-machines, but they were called Roadmates. Oh, Penny Power, I remember these ones. These were like things you put a penny in the back, and you pulled them backwards, and then they would, uh, Drive. I didn't have any of these, I don't think, but they were eight ninety nine. Roadmates and Penny Power. So I remember those. Uh, okay, then yeah, I guess Roadmates are very similar to Hot Wheels. Uh, Twenty five car collector set fourteen ninety nine. Then there was three wheeling gripping cycles. So those were like those don't have anything to do with anything else on that page. Uh, Roadmates Parking Garage. We had something like this. One of my brothers, uh, again, my childhood, because my youngest brother was nine years younger than me, I still played with toys. Uh, 
So, yeah, then a bunch of different vehicles. Uh, and then Tonka trucks. Now, Tonka trucks were made, they were gifts that would last. I mean, they were like things that would last years and years and years. We also had one of the two, one or two of these at our house. One I'm not seeing that definitely lasted like 15 to 20 years. So let's see what we got. So there's the Mighty Crane. We didn't have that one. That's $25. Loadmaster, $14.99. Mighty Dump. We definitely had the you know, we've had the Mighty Dump our whole lives. Uh, you get a $2 rebate, $17.99 to start. And the Loadmaster, the same thing. Mighty Loader, Mighty Dump, you know, oh, Mighty Dump. Uh, you'd be sitting in the sandbox playing with your Mighty Dump, and you might have even done, you know, done that yourself. Uh, got a, other ones. Uh, oh, there's a Night Rider 2000. Where's that one? Let's see here. Front Loader, $27.99. That's a good thing for, like, a grandparent to buy, like, a Tonka truck, because then it would last literally, like, uh, oh, there it is, a, a string-controlled kit. A uh, kit would speak when you pull a string. Plays the six pre-recorded messages, twenty nine ninety nine. Amazing. Uh, then we had more, oh, no, that's the same page. I'm trying to get past, uh, Let's get out of this. Uh, then there was uh, RC cars or what, stock car racing. More stock cars. How much is one? Oh, train sets even. There's a Transformer train set. Um, oh, wow, 150. So these are like real train sets too. Remote control planes or oh, remote control cars. I'm looking for one particular remote control car just in case I see it. But um, I don't think it could come in until, let's see, Cessna, Sky Rally, Grasshopper. Yeah, they didn't have it yet, I don't think. Uh, then, like, kind of building kits. Oh, there's a rock tumbler. Uh, how much does a rock tumbler cost? Uh fourteen ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, with if you get it with a refill kit. We definitely had a rock tumbler, but we had it at a, uh, well, they also had the, uh, metal detector, the basic one. I think we got one of those from Radio Shack one year, twenty four ninety nine at Sears. I do want to get into some of these, uh, see if I can find that glow arm. Uh, then there was science kits, uh, cool. Those are always cool gifts, uh, globes, um, Learning things. Where's some My Little Ponies Bible on tape? Uh, but when you're done playing with your uh, WAR based toys, kids, uh, after you check out your globe, have a Bible on tape. Uh, oh, they really do keep these. Uh, this is the binary era, man. Like, I'm having trouble uh, getting through. Okay, so here we go. We get into Barbies here. I have a ton of time, so I'm going to try to figure out what toys I played with. Uh, I mean, I definitely played with a decent amount of Barbies. My sister had them. Uh, I particularly thought Barbies were cool because they had like a full, like rubber. They were they had like a rubber flesh, uh, 
let's see, just cost-wise, everything's in the same thing, ballpark. Uh, let's see what that is, a Barbie uh, uh, family car, 1999, that's on sale, 11 Barbie's Loving Home, $24.99. What was that Barbie, uh, number three? How much does that cost? Uh, Riviera Cycle, that's a Barbie scooter, $7.99. Friction powered, doll not included. And Barbie Corvette was only $4.99. Whoa, Barbie and Oscar de la Renta. Or maybe it's just a close, uh, yeah, eight, nine, ten dollars. Uh, wow, fashion expression Barbies. Yeah, then a lot of different like accessory kits. Wow, a lot of them. Holy cow. Twenty-five kit out. Twenty-five. Oh, Halloween out. Wow, this. Uh, uh, let's see. No place like home. The fashion mansion was forty-nine ninety-nine. Uh, shopping mall place at nineteen ninety nine. Oh, this thing was cool. I, I definitely would have liked this. Uh, Barbie Dream House, six rooms with furniture, is a frame. Maybe I don't know. I don't think we had it, but I remember seeing it somewhere. Can see some of the doors. That's one hundred and four dollars. Yeah, so we definitely didn't have it. Then you had some Barbie pool sets. Oh, yeah, I remember this one, num one number seven, Barbie's Bubbling Spa, Realistic Bubbles uh, and Sounds with a Pump, $7.99. I remember that. I, remember, I think I played with it, so I don't know if my sister had it or somebody else. I may have played with a lot of these toys right in the store. There's, like, gym sets. Uh, oh, then Cabbage Patches, uh Cabbage Patch Show Pony, $27.99. I never had a Cabbage Patch Kid. Uh, and there was one day where, where you got to bring him to school. But I can see why. I mean, I, I don't think uh, my sister had one, maybe. $16.99 is how much Cabbage Patch or That's just how much their clothes are. They had their own play sets. Uh, but nothing really was super appealing to me. I wanted to see how much glowworm was. My brother had a glowworm. Looks like they had other type of cabbage patch kids, cabbage patch couch, cabbage patch rocking chair. Oh boy, here's what my brother had. My, oh no, he didn't have my buddy, but he had like the generic my buddy. But my buddy was really popular. Twenty-eight, inch tall uh, doll, stuffed body, vinyl face, guaranteed to remain a toy and not uh, gain sentience. Twenty-seven ninety-nine. More cabbage patch stuff. Holy cow! I wonder how much cabbage patch. Wow, even more. I guess it was like really popular for a few years, where it was like uh, people were like waiting in line and stuff, right? Oh, Rainbow Bright. I remember her. Wow, Rainbow Bright has a full-page spread. Definitely remember Rainbow Bright. Oh, wow, Rainbow Bright had a bunch of, like, uh, furniture, too. Rainbow Brights were, like, around 13 to 15 bucks. Uh, or bigger ones were $20. $20 uh, Champ, uh, Flutter, Spark, Poise, Delight, uh, 
And they, they had uh, Lala Orange, Buddy Blue, Canary Yellow, IQ Sprite, Shy Violet, Romero, Lucky. But yeah, they have Rainbow Bright Furniture. Uh, then Golden Girl and Princess Power. I think one of these was kind of similar to uh, He-Man. It looks like they they had a pretty cool castle. Uh, Then some sort of robotic cat. uh, Electronic toys. Electronic stuff. Oh, pound puppies. Uh, My sister had a pound puppy. Uh, Let's see which one. I don't remember which one she had. Maybe number six was a uh, bulldog in 1999. Pound puppy, you're the one for me. Also outfits. So we could finish up with Glowworm, because Glowworm's a good night friend. And then Care Bears. Uh, Care Bears were around $17 to $22. This was even when they had the Care Bear Cousins, I think, uh, which were uh, non-bear friends of the Care Bears. Care Bear Cousins, yeah, $17.99. They said, somebody was like, the Care Bears need a reboot. They said, oh, about care, how about non-bears that care? Then there was the Wuzzles. I remember buying a Wuzzle for my brother one year. So they must have had a pretty long run. Maybe it was a Wuzzle. It rolled up. Uh, Wuzzles look like they're a copy of the Care Bears, but they came with a book. Oh, yeah, it could have been this year. Then, oh, uh, Muppet Babies, uh, Sesame Street, some Mickey stuff, uh, then then straight dollhouses like you would put together yourself. Uh, then some equestrian-based toys there. Uh, then a pass, round up a passel of ponies. There's tons of My Little Pony stuff. Let's just run through the confetti, flutterby, tickle, trickles, starflower, pinwheel, glory, moon dancer, firefly, surprise, Flash Prance, Pony Love, Pom Pom Party, Snow Angel, Sun and Fun, Sunday Stroll. Okay, let's get here. Let's see. We gotta find this glowworm. I know it's in there somewhere. More My Little Pony. Then, uh, oh, like different like dolls you could put makeup and things on. Uh, fake kitchens, forty four ninety nine. That's always good. My little brother had one, a fake kitchen. I may have even had one that I forgot about, but uh, it was always like having that somewhere. Well, they had a lot of different ones, some some that are like serious. We didn't have like a basement. Oh, this one I always wanted. We never had this. I think we, no, I think we bought this at a, I remember thinking this would change our life, but I think we bought one at a, um, like a garage sale. It's the Frosty the Snowman Snow Cone Maker. It was nine ninety nine, um, but I don't know what it actually did to make snow cones. I think that's why we never got it, and then that's why it was for sale at a garage sale. Then more like a kitchen and cleaning stuff. There's a boy vacuuming. There's even a coffee maker with fake coffee or something. Blender, different fake kitchen stuff. Uh, oh. Uh, Oh, then you have these easy-bake oven type things. How much do they go for? 
Oh, $26.99, but then if you get the bake sets extra and the mixes and stuff, uh, 62 bake, piece bake set, 12 cakes, 16 cupcakes, two pans of brownies, $19.99. So there's different degrees of, uh, that was a micro bake oven. Um, sewing machines, my daughter was a big, we took sewing lessons, that was a Christmas gift one year. Um, then like little desks, table and chairs for those children that want those. Now I keep hitting the wrong button. Different, yeah, furniture for your room. I mean, if if we don't see this uh, thing soon, I'm going to have, I mean, they say, Scoots, this was the longest episode ever. Yeah. Make it and bake it things. These are like, uh, you can make your own. Um, Sun Catchers, nineteen ninety nine to start. I don't know if we had that, but I remember seeing it. Wow, music, drum set, guitars, keyboards. Oh, here's the Fisher Price. Uh, Fisher Price is the uh, thirty nine ninety nine for the Fisher Price. The really good with you could get a four dollar rebate though. Uh, for the Fisher Price record player, then they had one with the radio. It was fifty nine ninety nine. That was the best uh, one. I guess there was another one too. I know that's a Sears one. Okay, then like different tape sets, like with different stuff. Uh, camera, Viewmasters. Those are things we'll talk. We'll talk about those one day. Different walkie-talkie sets. Uh, then early karaoke things and microphones and stuff. I don't know if any of that ever worked, but I, we didn't have any of it. Uh, different TV and VHS things. Uh, it says, let your TV do the storytelling. Oh, yeah, VHS golden books. Oh, speak and spell and speak and read. Speak and math. The, those were from the E.T. movie. And fake computer learning stuff, Talkatron. Don't bring that into your home. That's what I, that's what I'm here for. Dial a teacher. Wizkid. I remember this. Maybe this was another thing we bought at a garage sale because then you only have like half the parts, or it doesn't even work. You buy it at the garage sale. You're like, oh, let's get it home and try it out. Yeah, other like type of learning type devices. Uh, few pages of them oh then actual real books uh laura little house on the prairie collection 1895 uh volume of fairy tales then books on tape wow they even sold comic books back then 13 a 30 pack of marvel comic books 9.99 wow you had no idea uh, then board games, but yeah, I'm trying to find this uh, glowworm. Maybe I just do it this way here. I'm going through the, uh, what are these things called? Uh, maybe I just imagined it. You see, Scoot's glowworm didn't come out till uh, 1989. I see, oh, well, no wonder. No, there it is, page 552. We were almost there if I would have practiced some more patience. But we'll finish this up. Glowworm is your good night friend. They say joyful friends. They have a whole page. Uh, 
There was a huggable glowworm and glowworm glimmer and musical glowworm glimmer with that glimmer with happiness when you squeeze their tummies. My brother Ken had this thing. It was $9.99, soft machine washable. It was like a nightlight you could hug. Now, the musical one, you definitely didn't want that, $13.99. But the regular glowworm, your good night friend, at $9.99. And then I'm sure somebody said, well, you got to get more toys than that. You can't make them, you know, you can't make your billions with just this. So they tried other stuff that didn't work. There was a glowworm, pop goes the glowworm. Terrible. Idea. You say, okay, now that you're comfortable sleeping with this thing, we're going to make it into that pop goes a weasel thing. Then there was a glowworm wishing well. Kind of like a tummy time toy for babies, six ninety nine. Then a stacking glow game. So I guess they were like, well, let's get the babies into it early. Even though I think glowworm was more of a toddler or sleeping in your bed thing. And then a glowworm crawler, six ninety nine. So I don't know. That's a little bit. Oh, then there's a more glowworm type baby toys. Uh, so. But yeah, there's a little bit more. You can always look in there yourself. Oh, it looks like, yeah, they invented some sort of glowworm companions at some point. Glow friends. Uh, so, yeah, that's a little bit of the holiday, like a thirst, I guess. Uh, but uh, in a good way, look back at uh, the 1985 Sears Christmas book. Uh, thanks, everybody.